0: With BTG Part of Rare Siders Network Guess what Dallas Cowboys got a (laughs) Dallas Cowboys got a coach Look Now I like this hire I like this hire You want to know why? Because they have a proven Super Bowl winning coach Right? Now is he another puppet? Shit probably Probably But you know what? He's a proven Coach Now, we don't know how much Jerry, how much leash Jerry is going to give him. we assume that he's going to be another puppet that he brings out. Um, Look, I already know about full control of a franchise. You know, our former um, owner, may he rest in peace, Al Davis, that nigga loved throwing the deep ball. (laughs) Nigga, every play was... (laughs) Shit, was a was a fucking nine route. You know what I mean? That's what he loved. He loved throwing the ball deep. Um, he was one of those owners that didn't adjust to the times. Similar to the Cowboys when they fired Jimmy, you know, when they fired Jimmy Johnson. And then, you know, my Raiders got rid of Chucky early on. It just didn't make sense. Because why? Niggas want too much control. But <clears throat> nonetheless... They got rid of a coach that should have been, you know, fired a long time ago. Jason Garrett. Shout out to him. Maybe he needs to be a coordinator somewhere, or or give him another team to see if he's really that good, like he says. Because I heard he was pleading his case. Uh, Send him to one of those. Send him to the Bengals. You know, see if he could fix that shit. You know, and give him full control to see what he's see what he's talking about. See, I'm not the one that's gonna dismiss you, bro. I'm not saying you get fired. Like, go somewhere else. I feel like. Anytime a professional NFL coach gets fired, they should automatically have an opportunity to go down to the collegiate level or, you know, go to a coordinator. I mean, but I kind of feel like they maybe feel like being a coordinator is disrespectful, even though some of these coaches that prevail from um, the, the coordinator position, like sometimes they're just natural at being play callers at that position. And maybe not the head coach, but I mean, you got, you can pick and choose which coach that pertains to. I'm going to say that he should have an opportunity to coach again. Um, and have the opportunity to build a team from scratch, give him like a two or three year deal, you know, uh, depending on the roster, because he might have a roster that has nothing on it just complete trash and it might take you a couple of years to you know if there's progression (laughs) excuse me if there's progression then let him cook let him cook if not you know if his ego is set to the side maybe go get one of those college teams you know um so they got a new coach Mike McCarthy and I like it I like it we have to see we have to wait and see we just know he's a proven coach you know from what he did with Green Bay now he also had a top five quarterback of all time on his roster, who could damn near coach a team by himself on the field, um, so that helps. But you also, he also played a huge part in Green Bay's success because, well, well, they did say he was outdated, and I don't fully, I I guess you could run with that narrative, but yet still, you know, he's a great coach. I ain't gonna say great; he's a good coach. Uh, he won a goddamn Super Bowl, so his shit ain't that outdated. Um, yeah, so shout out to the Cowboys. They, they, you know, they just like the Lakers or maybe the Yankees and, you know, the Dodgers and shit like that. You know, any move that they make, especially a huge move, is going to dominate the airways. It, it, it is. We just had... Um, our first round of the playoffs and half of that coverage was sent to the Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> you know, uh, they own some of the ratings. So shout out to them. I like it. I like it overall. T.O., you heard me. I'm giving y'all niggas props. Um, now as far as, yo, Josh Allen, but see, my boy Manny, you know, any given Sunday podcast, just finished listening to him and Jarve, Jarv from the gray area and a rap round table. They had a a nice discussion um about the playoffs as well. You know, Manny is not a huge fan of Josh Allen because he feels like, you know, he gets too much uh love for mediocre situations at times. Let me address that, Manny. It's not that we feel like he's the next coming of anything. It's the fact that when you watch his track record from from draft. From the draft. In college, he was decent. All quarterbacks are halfway decent before they come to the draft. You know what I mean? Or before they uh, play a snap in the NFL, I should say. You know, because everybody remembers Ryan Leaf. Fucking monster in college. Got to the league, stunk it right up. But, you know, before you get to the league, we're going off of your, you know, in um, college film. Shit like that. Um, So he played above average in college. He had some racial <laughs> racial hiccups, I should say, <coughs> on Twitter. So he was already in the doghouse. Um, and he's the starting quarterback for the Buffalo Bills, who has been shitty for a very long time. This year, they got to the wild card, damn near competed for the AFC East division title. And I say competed. They didn't, you know, they were what? Two Two games from tying it with uh with the Packs. So they uh they overachieved in my book, and you can't do that with just a defense. You can't. Because in that case, Chicago would be in the playoffs. You know, I wouldn't compare Josh Allen to Trubisky. Why? Because Trubisky, and I hate sitting up here breaking down their games and shit like that. But Josh Allen just simply has it. You know, he has that Brett Favre instinct, that early Brett Favre instinct, which is not necessarily a complete good thing because we've seen his nigga, <laughs> we've seen his nigga do a pitch back, an unnecessary pitchback in the middle of a playoff game in overtime. Or was it towards the end of the game or was it overtime? I forgot. Um, he has some questionable passes, but I also think that came with him being young and being amped up, not necessarily being nervous, just being young in that situation. You got to realize, Manny, that, and I, oh, I forgot, 2020, I'm starting to address certain people head on. (laughs) You know, that's why I'm saying his name. We're sports, sports guys. We're all a part of the same thread. Talk to him in a group chat on my phone. We good. You know, it's nothing personal, but I'm addressing him man to man he he, he doesn't seem like he's shy of the moment. You know what I mean? Like he wants it, but he's never been in that moment in the NFL. You know, <clears throat> this is his first run in the playoffs, and he could have won. He damn near could have won. It was up 16-0 at one point, you know. Um, but every snap of that game was new to him. And along with a lot of players on that roster, they have a rookie running back, Singleton, and 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 he was he's nice. He did a great job, but you can't critique him on a Brett Favre, Tom Brady ish, or whoever is the top five quarterbacks level when he's never been in that situation. And he did damn good for his first time being in the playoffs. I salute him. I salute him. They have a solid core over there. And with the deteriorating Patriots, they could very well be the front runners for that division next year. We shall see. We shall see. The winner of that game, Deshaun Watson, a.k.a. the Michael Jordan uh, quarterbacks, that's what, you know, that's what his college coach said, made – how How many times have you seen him escape a two-man sack? All again, he did it against the Raiders. He did it against most of the teams. He's just that damn good. He looks spooked. Don't get me wrong. Now, I wasn't going to hold him accountable if they would have lost because he's still a young quarterback. And that's still, that's a solid team, you know. They beat us, uh, what, three years ago? Three or four years ago? <clears throat> well, we made it to the playoffs. Uh, We didn't have Carr. But matter of fact, I don't even think he played in that game. If I'm not mistaken, I don't think he played in that playoff game. But what I'm trying to say is, We got to stop judging people like that. Like They lose a one playoff game at the age of 23, 24 years old. Like, bruh, they got a solid. If they're the franchise quarterback and by the grace of God, they stay healthy, on the healthy side, they got a a solid 10 to 12 more years to play, you know? Um, So I give them praise for that. You know, I'm not sure what they're going to do. I'm not sure what they're going to do. In the next round, but as far as that matchup, you know, I'm, I like it. I like it. I, I, I like what he did. You know, salute to him, man. Um, but I want to say the game of the week, the Saints, the Vikings. <clears throat> now, I'm on Twitter, and I'm no guru. I didn't go to Vegas on this. I just picked the underdog. Why? Because I it's certain players that I just like. There's certain, there's certain players that get criticized a lot. But when I see glimpse of greatness, <laughs> yeah, I said that word, greatness, Um, I got a lot of respect. And when I see that you have charisma and character, I roll with it. And that's Kirk Cousins. <laughs> I even had him as a uh, – the crazy thing is in one of my fantasy leagues, shout out to Keon, in that league I had three quarterbacks. I had Brady, I had Drew Brees at one point. Then I had Teddy Bridgewater as the backup. Stupidly dropped Drew Brees, but that's only because I had Kirk Cousins and Tom Brady. (sighs) I'm not sure why I picked Tom Brady. I guess I was just a safe pick, you know, for a backup because Drew Brees was my first quarterback. And then I picked up Kirk Cousins because he has two stellar receivers, uh, a great running back who can catch out of the backfield, solid tight end as well. So I figured... He will put up some great fantasy numbers this year, even though he's in a division where Green Bay started off as one of the top defenses, as well as Chicago. <laughs> it's just yeah, none of this shit makes sense. I try, I'm trying to make it make sense, but he actually did play well fantasy wise. Um, but I like Kirk Cousins. I I like him a lot, and th- they went in there. They went into New Orleans two years in a row. New Orleans has gotten a heartbroken over questionable. Offensive and defensive pass. <laughs> you can't make this shit up. Uh the shit that happened with the Rams. Sorry for you, nigga. You know, now this quote unquote offensive pass interference, nobody's gonna call that. Shout out to my boy godie huge Saints fan. Nobody's gonna call that. And you know what? This is my this is my platinum line. I don't care. As a Raiders fan, we had the tuck rule. That's probably the worst blown cause of all time. So, any small call that comes after that, I don't care. I don't. Even though I know it might be wrong or right, I don't care. Yeah. You know? Nobody cared about the tuck rule. I don't care about y'all. <laughs> I don't. But where does this leave Drew Brees though? You know, I remember there was a question floating around you know he he just broke the record this year, but the answer—I mean—the question was—you know—why don't we bring up Drew Brees in the discussion of one of the best, the best quarterback of all time? Well, I'm sorry, but I have to go the ring route. You know, when you have quarterbacks that got three, four, and five rings, um, that also got the numbers. I mean, shit. The OG still got Marino up there, and he had zero jury. But because of him slanging that thing, you know, that's just what it is. Now, that kind of demotes, you know, that puts that 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 places Marino under um, Drew Brees because Drew Brees just broke the records. He just broke all kind of fucking records, and he has one ring, if I'm not mistaken. So, you know, that bumps him up there. But you're not going to get over Rodgers. You're, you're definitely not going to get over Brady. Montana's still going to be up there. Hell, I got, <laughs> I got Troy Aikman and I got John Elway over Drew Brees. I just do. Sometimes you niggas got to respect history, you know. And then there's some other quarterbacks out there that niggas argue for as well. Um, so that's that. But this is a life This is history changing now. Drew Brees is getting older. Tom Brady is getting older. Will Tom Brady go to another team? I don't know. If he does, I will say this. I I wouldn't be surprised if Brady was to stay with the Patriots. The real question is, will Belichick stay? There's been some rumblings about him going to the Giants. I like it. You know, not, you know, I... Some people don't know how it fits or how it will make sense because they don't have a complete roster or what they feel is a complete Belichick roster. But that's what Belichick does. You know, they got a lot of draft picks, and we know that (laughs) when it comes to Belichick, he doesn't need a first, second, or third round. He can work. He know how to finesse in fourth and fifth round picks a lot. Um, So we, we don't know if the Patriots will end up with both or one, or none. You know, and they talking about the destination for for Brady is, shit, coming to LA. You know, playing for the Chargers because Phillip Rivers might be going to another team. Everybody's old. <clears throat> this history is changing and right in front of us. You bring up LeBron, he's getting older. Our greats are about to leave the game. Like, it's that time. Like, and when Kobe left, man, that was like a feeling. It was crazy. You know, I remember racing, and I was at work that day, and I remember I was in the streets when they were about to play Utah, racing home, because I did not want to miss that game. I even rewatched it on Spectrum, <laughs> rewatched it, just to get that, oh, man, just to get that feeling again. And that was it, you know what I'm saying? He was like one of the last of, you know, that draft class, you know, you know Duncan's. Played a little bit after that, and it was just, it was a lot, man. It was a lot. But, you know, we still had cats. We still had a few cats, you know. But now, Phillip Rivers is getting old. Tom Brady is up there. He said he want to play until he's 45. You know, he's currently 42. He'll be 43 going into next season. And it's like, we're about to lose a lot of legends, not a lot of greats but a lot of legends and the rosters is about to change. Life is about to change, man. We're about to get new legends. So we'll see. We'll see. Speaking of legends, (laughs) speaking of legends, Caruso is back. (laughs) Shout out to my boy, Just, man. We just just had a little spar today about Caruso's um, love the love that caruso gets uh shout out to caruso but <clears throat> that was just i brought that up for no reason at all just to say something to just how you doing just above the realm podcast y'all tune in and subscribe um Kuz trade packages has officially came up um talks with the kings with the pelicans um you know there's a lot of teams out there there's a lot of teams out there that's interested and coups, Um, But I only want to listen to the Kings. And um, this is my thing. The pieces that's offered to us... I like them all. Except for two. But it's not... It's not about the details. It's not about the details of the packages. It's not about... Who will we get in return and what we will send out? It's about the move in general. And people are asking, do we feel comfortable with trading coups and why? You know, why we don't give this time, et cetera, et cetera. Let me explain this. I understand why people would ask that because we gave him so much praise and he was the only one that we said was safe from being traded for A.D., But we also had a level of, a high level, a high level. Like his potential was just, it was just too bright because he also played out that potential last season. He played very well to the point where we was like, his trade value was up because they're talking about trading him for some very good pieces. Um, And we probably could have kept some, some, you know, Half of that package that we sent for AD, if Kools would have been added to that, that's how good he played <coughs> last year. But the reason why there's even talks is because this is a win-now situation. And what I mean now, I'm talking about right now. Anything less than a championship within the next, this season, next next season, and that third season is optional. You know, that we don't know how it's going to look after that. But these next, you know, this upcoming playoffs and next season is very important because Bron is not getting any younger. And that's it. And that's the main thing. It's not about we don't have any time to develop players in a win now situation. I don't know what team would do that. You know, when you when your superstars are when if one of them is aging and the other one is a little brittle, then you have to surround them with sure talent. Reliable talent. And right now, we have pieces, but they're not as reliable as they need to be. Now, when we're clicking on all cylinders, it can be scary, but that's for any team. That's for the Clippers. That's for Boston. You know what I'm saying? As a matter of fact, Utah, Nigga, any team, if the Pelicans was to all, fire on all cylinders, made minimal mistakes, they would be a great team right now because they, they got some pieces. Now, they're missing their main piece, but they have some pieces. So with that being said, they have to be reliable, and we don't have reliable pieces right now. They're just not consistent. You know, as much as I love the roster, it's not a consistent roster. It's not. You know, I've seen Danny Green have plenty bad games this season thus far. But I've also seen him have great games. And that's telling you that it is not being consistent. You know, and I shouldn't have to. The The low is for Kuz to carry when Bron is out or when AD is out. He becomes the second option. But if you paid attention to this season... Danny Green has been a second option when one player goes out, when the other player goes out. When all three is on the floor, he has become the third option because he has been more reliable than anybody. Now, I'm I'm talking as far as my wing players and my guards. The bigs have been consistent all year, from Dwight Howard, DeVale, A.D., these cats have been consistent at what they've been doing. I think as a team, we lead the league in blocks, if I'm not mistaken. I know we just had 20 blocks as a team against Detroit. So we got to be up there. Um, but that's all we're looking for. Now, I figure the main piece that we still need, even if we don't uh, lose cools, if we could just add a player, we need either another 3 and D guy And more three than D, pause, or a cat that can penetrate and get to the basket, coming off of the bench, you know? Um, And that's basically what we need. That's basically what we need. Um, So we'll see. We'll see. Shout out to Rob, though, man. Like, Rob Palinga caught a lot of heat last year in his offseason and shit like that. Shout out to Rob. I'm all for letting, you know, letting cats cook, but... He still needs to be in the kitchen. I will say that he still needs to be in the kitchen. He's still a lot of work to do because that playoff roster has to be ready for them. Clipper cats for them. Houston cats got to be ready. And them San Antonio cats they're playing right now. Um, You know, so I, I I'll never count out the Spurs. I'll never count out the Spurs because I got a lot of love for Pop. Even though they don't have that roster, you know, uh, Denver is 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 about to pick up another W. So we got to watch Denver. Um, and that's just it is what it is. Like these these west these Western Cats, the West Coasters, they still doing it. You know, Vince Carter's barking at the Joker right now. I don't know what he's mad about, but Vince Carter. I'm watching the uh, the end of the Nuggets and the Hawks game, and Vince Carter is very upset at uh at the Joker. They better be careful. I don't. I'm not sure if this is their first time playing or their second time, but they better be careful because that nigga will keep a record and he will dunk on you. <laughs> Anyhow, um, yeah, I just want to make sure our, our playoff roster is set because the West is stacked, and those Clipper cats got probably the best roster overall, or close to it, and the Nuggets got a, a, a full roster. Like I said, you still got to watch out for the Houston Cats, that backcourt. So, yeah. Yeah, I just want to make sure we have the right pieces going in. And if Kuz is, it has to go out for us to have the right equation, then that's what it is. I hate to see him go, but that's the business, you know? Like some players will always be a Laker to us. And I feel like Kuz, Zoe, Hart, B.I., um. It's a lot of cats that left, you know, our roster, um, and I feel like, you know, there will always be a Laker. My bad, that was Caruso calling me, telling me I uh, was <laughs> just playing. But that's it, y'all. Uh, BTG overrun with BTG part of the Red Network. I'll see y'all next week. Shout out to Caruso though, the Caruso. <laughs>